Christmas crazies. Welcome back to Christmas 364, the holiday podcast. Be merry and bright beyond Christmas night. I'm Claude Jennings, one half of your Christmas crazy crew. And this is Thanksgiving Eve when I am uh, recording this edition of the podcast. Brenda will be back with us next show to talk about how baby Kenya's first Thanksgiving was. And I can't wait to hear it. It's funny because this morning, right before I started to uh, record this show, um, I got a Facebook memory of Manny's first Thanksgiving, my 11-year-old son. And here we are with uh, Brenda's um, uh, daughter, Kenya, having her first Thanksgiving. So I can't wait to hear about that. So, yeah, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. I love Thanksgiving. Like I said, you know, mid-fall, uh, October is kind of like, you know, and, and then even going into Halloween, it's like my kickoff into what we call Hallow Thanksmas. Uh, but Thanksgiving for me is the kickoff to the Christmas season. Now, Thanksgiving might be my favorite holiday, my one single favorite day, my single holiday, favorite holiday, but Christmas is my favorite season. So that's kind of how I explain it. That, 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 that while I love Hallow Thanksmas, it's all together, fall, loving the vibes. That Thanksgiving is probably my favorite day, my favorite holiday, because it is like a springboard into the Christmas season. So Christmas season is my favorite season. Thanksgiving Day, probably my favorite day. But at the end of the day, we don't have to choose between which one is my favorite we, uh, or our favorite. We can just like them all and enjoy every single moment, which is a Thanksgiving, uh, which is a, a Christmas 364 um, uh, a staple that we enjoy every moment that we're in. And we're merry and bright beyond Christmas night. So. A couple of things that um, I've been uh, going through the last two weeks uh, and that's been happening with me the last two weeks as we lead up to Christmas is one of the Christmas 364 principles of uh, charity, of doing work, um, have been feeding the homeless as I normally do. I do that throughout the year. Every second and fourth Sunday, I'm in downtown D.C. feeding the homeless. That's a beautiful thing. Um, also, there's a, an apartment complex in Greenbelt, Maryland that my church, we've kind of adopted. And so we did a grocery and Thanksgiving turkey giveaway. Uh, my grandmother, normally she feeds the um, their, uh, like injured veterans um, at a veteran's home here in D.C. and the homeless on Thanksgiving. But since COVID had happened, we stopped doing that. We just provide food and meals. And so the this past week, uh, you know, th- through my cousin Denise's leadership, we've been packing the back the, the boxes and the, getting the turkeys and making sure everybody's got their stuff. Uh, and then myself and a friend, Rick Gordon, uh, we drove to a couple houses uh, yesterday to drop off some more groceries. And so it's been a full Thanksgiving of like charity work and helping families out. Um, now, by the way, if you can't do anything on like a big scale, like, I mean, this was a huge scale, like, we, like for the church, we gave away 150 turkeys, 200 grocery bags, delivered stuff to people. But maybe there's someone in your family who you know is struggling. Maybe there's someone in your neighborhood who is struggling. Maybe there's someone at your job who is struggling. Um, I think you should, you know, reach out to them and say, hey, um, I'm headed to the grocery store. You may get you a Thanksgiving bag or, you know, something like that. And even if you just help one family with groceries or pick up one turkey or a whole chicken or something, helping somebody during this season is a staple of Thanksgiving, a staple of the Christmas season. And it is definitely a principle for Christmas 364. So it doesn't have to make what we think of as a huge impact in numbers. Like, oh, I can't help 10 families, so I'm just not going to do anything. No, if you can help one, if you can help one, that's a huge impact. And so hopefully during this time, you're getting an opportunity to jump in and help somebody and be kind of a conduit uh, a platform uh, for uh, blessings. Uh, so a couple things I want to address 
um, in, in this uh, particular podcast is, look, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. I cannot wait. But that's not the story for everybody. Like sometimes the holidays can be tough uh, for people. So two things. Uh, number one, I'm going to get your rules of engagement in case there's some kind of like family, you know, weird dynamics uh, going on, uh, because that happens with individuals and with families. So we want to make sure uh, that we address that because not every family uh, you know, has functions where they get together for Thanksgiving and for holidays and for birthdays because there's some beef and there's some drama and there's this and that. And that's OK. We want to talk a little bit about those rules of engagement. But the first thing I kind of want to talk about is if you don't have anywhere to go. There are so many people who uh, move to different areas for jobs. Maybe they want a fresh start. Uh, maybe they have family and friends and those dynamics have changed. And so they don't really have a whole lot of people uh, as far as family and stuff uh, for their Thanksgiving gatherings. Um, number one, reach out to people that you know, coworkers, neighbors. People are really open to having individuals at their house to share with their family and their friends if they don't have anywhere. And so many times I know it can be awkward. It can feel strange. You're like, well, I don't want to ask anybody. I don't want to seem desperate or I don't want to put anybody out. People will open up their house and will sit that chair on, at that table for you to come over and enjoy a meal with them. And so if you are like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's kind of last minute. Man, reach out to somebody. Shoot a text like, hey, uh, what you got going on for Thanksgiving? Want to come on by? You know, I, I, I'd love to come by the house. I don't have anywhere to go or, you know, something I'm trying to find something to do. And people will invite you over. Now, also, likewise, if you do have a large gathering, you do have people coming over, you have plans. Be on the lookout. Be aware. Understand that not every single person has somewhere to go. And you probably know someone in your neighborhood. You might know someone at your church. You might know someone at your job who relocated or maybe they don't have a whole lot going on. And you're just not cognizant like, oh, did I invite? Eh, Invite them. You know what I mean? Just have your eyes and your ears, your holiday eyes and your holiday ears open to people who may want uh, to swing by. Okay, so now for the Thanksgiving rules of uh, engagement, because, again, not everybody's gathering and, and family dynamic is super warm and kind and nice and things like that. And so um, I devised up this Thanksgiving rules of engagement in case that's the situation that you're dealing with, because the reality is a lot of people are dealing with that situation. It's OK. All right. So rules of engagement. Number one, um, if that's your situation. Number one, if it's toxic, you don't have to go. And I understand that there may be some people that who want to see you there. They say, yeah, I know we've got drama and this, but you got to come. But if it is really toxic and unhealthy for you, you do not have to go to that gathering. You do not have to go. You are If you already know how it's going to end up, it is okay to say, hey, this year I'm not coming. Uh, I've got somewhere else to go. Or just to be honest and say, hey, I can't deal with the dynamic that we're facing right now. And so I'm not going to show up. I just want, I want you guys to have a good time. I want to have a good time. And at this season in life, Right now is not a good time to do it. Maybe we can work on this dynamic and we can all be together for Christmas or for New Year's or this time next year. But we've got to work on some of these family dynamics in order for me to come around because it's just not healthy for me. And I think it's not healthy for you guys. And so um, if it's toxic, you do not have to go. Number two is kind of like the opposite of number one, but somewhat the same thing. If it is some weird family dynamics, this could be the holiday where healing happens, right? And so just because there may be some friction or tension, I don't think we should run from it. Now, again, like I said, number one, if it's toxic, just don't go. Don't go at all. Because you have all kinds of weird things that happen with family dynamics, abuse and stuff like that. Like, if it's toxic, don't. Just just don't. But if there is a situation where there is some tension and maybe even some toxicity, 
but relationships are worth saving. I do believe that. And maybe there is a situation where you can send a text message ahead of time or uh, maybe call someone ahead of time uh, to say, hey, I know that things are weird, but I do think that our family should remain strong or I do think certain relationships are worth saving. I want to come to Thanksgiving. I want you to be there. Let's squash this thing and let's just have a good holiday. So some relationships are worth saving. So, so rules of engagement, number one, if it's toxic, you don't have to go. Uh, number two, uh, the opposite end of number one is that yeah, it may be toxic, some of them or stuff like that, but some of it may be worth saving. And so uh, it's all about your intention. You know, you can go with the intention on healing and that healing is what's going to happen at this holiday uh, through some of the strife and some of the tension. Uh, let's see. Oh, rule of engagement number three. I only got four of them. Embrace the different. Like, do it anyway. Like, things aren't always going to be the same. Uh, there may be some people who are, uh, you know, at the table, who aren't at the table this year, who were at the table last year for all kinds of different reasons. Um, I was um, with a buddy of mine whose wife had passed away recently, and he had me do the eulogy. And, you know, as I was doing it, I was reminded that she actually told her daughter and husband, like, you know, you guys better do Thanksgiving the way we've always done it. I, I hope to be here, but in case I'm not, I want y'all to continue that on through. Live and do it anyway. You may be crying. You may still be dealing with grief. You may still be mourning. But y'all need to get together and y'all need to do this anyway. And she made sure that they understood that. And that's what they're going to do. And so embrace the different. Things change. Things aren't always the same. And there's no reason to uh, shut down shop and not do anything and not have anybody over or not have a meal yourself simply because things are different. Do it anyway. All right. My next rule of engagement is please do not discount the small gatherings. Don't look at your home as if it's not really that important and no one's really coming over. It's just me and my daughter or it's just me and my son. It's just going to be two of us there. It's not just going to be two of you guys there. It's going to be two of you guys there. There's no just about it. And so embrace those small gatherings. Those are some of the most heartfelt, heartwarming gatherings because you're really there with people who you really, truly Enjoy. All right. So if it's toxic, don't go. Uh, some relationships are worth saving. So go if healing is possible. Uh, embrace the difference. Do it anyway. And don't discount those small gatherings. All right. So let's see. Uh, some important things happening in my family's life this upcoming Thanksgiving. So my niece is coming back home from uh, college. This is her first holiday back. She's a freshman at Towson University, so can't wait to have her back. We've been texting and stuff and calling each other um, for the past couple of weeks. And, and her and I are really close, and so we've been uh, talking and chatting. She can't wait for it. I'm going to make my uh, crab dip just for Aaron. Uh, oh, another cousin of mine is coming over, and he's going through a tough time right now in life. And I'm looking forward to getting with him because we were talking on the phone a couple days ago just to car out some time in between turkey and football and and talk a little bit about life and try to continue my mentorship of him and try to help him uh through some things and a close cousin of mine and we're not necessarily close now but we were close growing up she's coming over and it's been years since we celebrated a holiday together but back in the day our holiday gatherings used to be so much fun and so many people and so much food. But as my father passed away and then my grandmother passed away and her mother passed away, um, the big gatherings just kind of stopped, which which is natural. But she's coming over to my house this year, and I can't wait um, for her uh, to get there. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Be grateful and thankful for everything and in everything. I'm thankful for you, our Christmas 364 family. Be sure to hit us up on any of the social media platforms. Tell us what's going on at your house for Thanksgiving. Connie, I fully expect to hear from you. And again, I say it all the time, but we're going to get you on this show, Connie. All right, guys, be merry and bright beyond Christmas night and be merry and bright and full 
uh, beyond Thanksgiving night. 